Hi guys, welcome back to the Lost Gal podcast. Today we are going to talk about social media and our relationship with social media, whether that be positive or negative. We're going to go through social media influences, uh, things that I have failed with with social media, things that I found positive, social media when you're in a relationship slash going through a breakup, and just social media lols, you know. So carry on listening if you want to find out more about that. So how have we all been? It has been a crazy, another crazy week of isolation, being in ISO. Um, I found it I don't know about you but I don't know if it's becoming like normal for me now I feel like the first couple weeks were strange like super strange I was like this is weird to be just constantly in my house because I was never in my house before I was working all day Monday to Friday and then at the weekends I was either in London seeing my friends or with my boyfriend so it's kind of strange to be in my house when I wasn't ever in my house so I feel like now it's become the norm like it's going to be so fucking strange when we go back to work like honestly I can't think of what it's going to feel like to have to get up super early and get up and go to work and then like do that all day till like 5pm and then come home like it's going to be strange like even stepping into like a pub or like a restaurant for the first time is going to be really not normal like I feel like I'm just not going to be able to socialise with people. Like, I'm going to go up to, like, the bar and be like, how do you order a drink? <laughs> like, that's probably dramatic, but do you know what I mean? It feels like this is kind of normal, and I feel like it's it's getting a little bit normal, which is kind of scary, and by all means, I don't mean, like, normal as in, obviously, it's still a traumatic time, and it's still, you know, our key workers are working super hard, there are still people dying, and I am trying to support those people as much as I can but it's the kind of routine is becoming normal to me if that makes sense but um yeah so nothing new <laughs> nothing new to tell you I discovered a really nice little forest walk a little um I think it's called a country park behind my house that I didn't realize existed so I've been utilizing that so what have I been have I been doing anything different what have I been doing I've been binging things on Netflix I still haven't watched season two of Afterlife because I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to watch it yet. Do you know what I mean? Has anyone else watched Afterlife Series 2? Because let me know if it's as good as Series 1. Because Series 1 was so good. Ricky Gervais is an absolute legend. I love him so much. I think he's so talented and so authentic. And so, like, he just does everything right. Um, But, yeah, let me know if anyone's watched it. But I think what I want to do is I want to make my podcasts a little bit more short. I know each each week I say, like, a new thing that I want to do like I want to do this I want to make my podcast like this but podcasts are forever changing and like I see my podcast as a work in progress like each week I learn new things each week I I want to make it better and I feel like I want it to be more chatty and a bit more short and sweet because at the moment my podcasts have been like 50 to like over an hour and I want it to be a bit more half an hour little episodes because that's kind of how I wanted it to start but when you're talking about interesting things and things you're passionate about you get carried away I mean I know I do also has anyone been having a really really bad headache recently like it's not like a migraine or it's not like a conventional headache it's like 
just kind of simmering all over my head and I have it as soon as I wake up and pretty much the whole day there'll be like periods when I forget it's there like when I'm like busy doing something but then it comes back and it's been the whole time and it's probably because we're constantly on screens like I'm on my laptop doing work and then I go on my phone and then I'm watching tv like that's all I'm doing I have blue light glasses which do help but I feel like I forget to put them on when I'm at home like I remember when I'm at work but I always forget at home because I'm just like chilling but I have those but it's also probably because I'm not going outside and getting enough fresh air as much as I used to so we'll see but yeah we're gonna jump straight into the podcast which is gonna be talking about social media now social media is is a thing that we're all very aware of probably one of the biggest things in society today my job like my actual job that I do nine to five is working with social media. I'm a social media manager, a digital platform and social media manager. So I work with it. So I'm with social media 24 seven. And since working in social media, I've started to create such a better relationship with it. I used to have such a bad relationship with it. Like I, it used to be such a negative, disgusting place to be for me. Like that's how I saw it. Like in itself it probably wasn't but for me because I was in such a bad mindset and mind and place in my head everything was so negative about social media and then I went to work in it as a full-time job so whose fault's that but I feel like having that job has made me see it in such a different light because obviously I see social media as a business at work and then it's made me not spend as much time with it in my personal life which is what I wanted because I was spending so much time on social media like it was ridiculous ridiculous like my screen time was like five fucking hours or some shit and like I got it down to a good place I got it down to like 50 minutes a day which is insane and then obviously now it's back up to like fucking nine hours a day but you know we can't hate ourselves in these periods we show our weaknesses there's nothing else to do so we can allow that social media binge right now but in general like I didn't want that to be like, that really hit me when I saw that I was spending that much time on, like, Instagram. Like, what? Like, what? And I find Instagram, like, quite a boring place to be at the moment. Um, same with a lot of social media. Like, I mean, I'm all for Twitter. Twitter has always been my home girl. Like, I love Twitter. I feel like, how can you not have Twitter? It's where people can vent. It's where you can just be funny, say what the hell you want. Like, I feel like there's no pressure to be something else on Twitter. Whereas, like, Instagram, it's all visual. Like... It, it can be a quite a negative place to be and I definitely had that bad relationship with it and don't get me wrong at times I still have a bad relationship with it but I've learned to kind of manage it and control it and see social media in the way I want to see it through a lot of practice and through a lot of practice that I'm still doing because I still get those days where I fucking hate Instagram and I go on it and just purposely look for things I don't want to look for um so yeah I'm learning and I wanted to kind of chat about that my relationship with social media some tips and tricks that like I've learned over time and see if I can like help anyone because that's the whole point of this podcast chatting shit to hopefully help <laughs> someone but yeah let's crack on to the first point I want to talk first about influencers because influencers are something I keep chatting to people about recently because influencers just make me feel some kind of way which I don't know how to explain because half of me would love to be an influencer but for the right reasons and then half of me just hates the world of influencers 
So I'm going to go into a little rant about that because I feel like it's something I'm really passionate about at the moment. But sorry if you're an influencer and you're listening to this, you know, it's not a, per se a personal dig, but it's just my feelings, my thoughts, feelings and reflections about the influencer community right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, like, to influence someone is to, you know, you are promoting you as a brand and you are promoting other brands by sharing their products. But as an influencer, you have a following of people that are going to listen to you and want to buy that shit from you or buy that product you you talked about or buy that piece of clothing you're wearing because you're an influencer and you influence people in their decisions. And I think that's where the line gets a bit, like, iffy for me because... I I mean, let's be honest, everyone would love that life, you know? You'd be silly if you'd be like, oh no, like, I would never have that life. Like, I wouldn't want that life. Like, influencers are, just, influencers are trash. Like, no, not me. Like, anyone would want to get free shit and get paid for it. Like, deep down. But on the surface, I don't want to do that. And I would, I wouldn't want to, okay, my point is, if I ever became an influencer, let's say, or, you know, my podcast popped off or my Instagram popped off or you know in the past when I used to do YouTube videos I remember I got a few this was when I was like actually trying with my YouTube um, which is something I want to get back into I started my YouTube mainly talking about my boobs now one of my first videos I've actually privated it now because it's so embarrassing like I mean for one I look like I'm part of the Malfoy family my hair is like pure white like, it's just not a good video, but I talked about um, big boob tips and big boob hacks, because obviously, if you listen to my podcast and you know me, you know, I've just got a breast reduction, and this whole journey that I've had with my big boobs, and then obviously getting the reduction and whatever, um, I started my channel off to talk about, and hopefully have people relate to the fact that I have big, big boobs, and like, how to wear things with them, and how to look after them, and just managing with big boobs, and that's how I started my YouTube channel, um, talking about like body positivity and like trying to love yourself when you had these issues and I got contacted by a few brands when I was doing that video a few kind of like bra boob brands and I did test out some of their products and I loved that like I loved receiving some products from this brand um they sent me like um specialized boob tape for like big boobs some nipple covers I got sent a bra and it was really really fun like I loved it but I also loved it because I was really passionate about it and I wanted to talk about these things to other people. And I feel like influencing now is just, oh, let's just receive a bunch of free shit. We don't care who it's from and just promote it. Or like, I'm just going to receive a bunch of all this, you know, I don't know. And I feel like a lot of the time, all it is now is I go on Insta- I go on YouTube, I go on Instagram and it's like, here, look at me spend a thousand pounds on pretty little thing and show you guys. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just feels to me boring. And I understand a lot of these influencers are fashion influencers and stuff like that. And I understand it, but I just don't see it as a positive thing to do. I think, of course, every now and then, like, you wouldn't turn it down. You just wouldn't. Like, I would never, like, but it's just difficult seeing that and knowing that those people are making millions of pounds from just spending money on pretty little thing and doing hauls and being pretty, it's like, for me, I've always found it very hard with, because I've always tried to 
be creative and be in these different avenues let's say like I've been I, I love Twitter but this is more about Instagram YouTube even TikTok like I love being creative making funny like TikToks making informative YouTube videos which you can go on my channel now and I, I've kind of privated a lot of my main videos that I used to do and I am trying to find my niche and find what I want to do on YouTube but even with my podcast I feel like I've, I've tried to be really creative I'm a creative person and I try really hard to do these things but sometimes it feels very kind of it knocks you back a little bit when you know a 16 year old girl will post a haul or a 16 year old girl will go on TikTok and do a little dance and then their Instagram or Twitter or TikTok YouTube famous because they're pretty and they did a cute little sexy dance on TikTok do you know what I mean and there's people that are grafting out there for their business and to do something they love to help people to be creative and they're not getting the recognition they deserve because it's swallowed up by so many of those types of people and don't get me wrong, I fucking envy those people, like, well done, you're a boss-ass bitch, like, do you know what I mean? But it's it, it can sometimes get to you personally, because I just feel like sometimes those opportunities aren't open for me, just because I'm your average, like, girl, do you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of the people that get big, it's, oh, because she's fucking stunning, and it's like, what about personality? What about someone's actual, genuine self? And I feel like it can be a little bit degrading when then that's kind of what it feels like social media is swamped with now it's all appearance based visual based a girl will post a video of her doing some body rolls and doing a tiktok dance and that's it they're set for life like it kind of affects your work ethic and what you've been trying so hard to do like don't get me wrong like i, I would i'd never come on instagram or youtube or tiktok or twitter or my podcast to be my goal isn't to be famous and get and get like yeah, do you know what I mean? Be social media famous, but of course everyone would love that, but for good reasons. Like, I would always want it to be to help people and to promote, you know, to promote, like, happiness and body positivity and all this kind of crap that I want to help people for, and it just feels like, yeah, it gets, like, swallowed. Sorry, that was a really negative rant about how I'm feeling about social media at the moment and how we all try so hard to, like, promote our craft. Like, I see it a lot with, like, I have really talented, like, photographer friends or artists like one of my best friends is an amazing like illustrator and it just feels like you try so hard and for this skill that you've honed for so many years but it's just swamped by a lot of talentless people and I know that sounds really harsh but it's how I feel and like I want this podcast to be honest in my own honest opinions um yeah sorry that was a bit that was a bit of tea to spill because everyone deserves their success everyone works hard for things in their own way shape or form but it can get to you and I think you'd be silly to say it didn't if you're trying to like hone a, especially when you're in a creative field like I come from a creative background you know social media is the place to be when you want to be a creative or you know be a singer an actor a performer like I did drama as my degree in theatre, I would love to be an actor, a singer, but I was. I would also love to show my creativity, and it just, yeah, I'm not going to go into that rant before I get some, like, I don't know, some weird stands coming at me, like, oh my god, they, you know what I mean, um, anyway, let's go on to another little chat, woohoo, woohoo, let's talk about social media, in relationships and breakups. Now, social media can be a very bad place to be when you're in a breakup. Now, when I went through my breakup, like when I, so when I went through, I've only had one breakup in my life. And when I went through that breakup, that was like three years ago, 
uh, yeah, three, four years ago, I can't really remember. But I remember social media being kind of a positive and negative place. And I did so many social media and I did so many social media don'ts. So I'm going to talk about some do's and don'ts, especially in a relationship or a breakup. Um, I did so many of these and I've learned from them and I cringe at how I acted on social media when I went through a breakup. But also that's totally fine because that's how you get over it and that's how, what makes you feel better at the time. But then you reflect and you realise that's not what makes you feel better. And it took me a long time to do that. Now, first off, I want to kind of just give a premise Blocking people is absolutely 100% fine. Now, I see so many people like, oh my god, it's so immature to block, like, be mature, why are you blocking people? It's fucking fine to get them out of your life and you don't want to see them talk. Social media is so toxic because I remember I would go on social media, actively search, like, my ex-boyfriend, and then see all the girls he's following, go on all their profiles, see how pretty they were, and then fucking hate myself for it. And i just actively do that. Or I'd see what he was doing and then be fucking annoyed and be sad for the rest of the week. Like, that was okay to block him. That is okay to block people who are toxic and mean and horrible to you and that you don't want to see. That's, that is, if anything, I think that's fucking mature. And yeah, you hear it so many times, like, oh, blocking someone is childish. No, it's fucking not. It's actually really adult and grown up because you're actively choosing to control your life and get those people so you don't see them. You don't actively search them. Like, it's absolutely fine. Like, I don't see why people see blocking as a childish thing. And on the flip side, like if you've got friends and stuff that, or just people that maybe you don't want to necessarily unfollow, mute them. That's what the mute's there for. It's your social media. You control it. You're not on a contract to do what someone else says. Mute them. You don't have to see them. You can see them when you want to. And I think that's forming that control with your social media. But I remember like when I went through my breakup in the past, and then I, but I remember when I went through a breakup in the past, I would do so many weird things. Like, my feed was not for me. So when I was going through my breakup, my Instagram feed was not posting pictures for me. It was posting pictures in hope that my ex would see them. So, and that's when I got into a really unhealthy relationship with myself as well, because I'd be like, okay, so I'm gonna make myself look really really fit and post pictures of me being really really fit in like workout clothes or half naked which you know is those pictures are absolutely fine you do you if you're looking fucking fit post it but make sure you're posting it for you and not for the attraction of someone else because I came to realize like a lot of the time they don't care especially like if they've done the breaking up like they don't give a shit they're not coming onto your Instagram every day and being like oh my god she looks so fit right now look at her I want her back that's not what go especially a guy like guys don't even do that like do you know what I mean I'm not a guy but I'm pretty sure they don't and I've had like I've got guy mates and I remember speaking to them about it and they were like is he he's not looking at your Instagram and like it just makes I just feel like that made me look more like a mug if anything like I was making sure I was going to the gym like five times a day making myself look fit but I was I was getting ill I wasn't eating I was working out too much like because I wanted to look fit for social media so that he would hopefully see what he's missing and it's like that's such an unhealthy thing to do and looking back on that now I'm like why did I do that like but we all do it because we think that's what it's it's going to take and it's not like a lot a lot of the time it's definitely to do with like I know like going through breakups you think it's all visual like I always thought, oh, well, he'll see how good looking I look and miss me. 
a lot of the time, you know, that's not, I mean, most of the time, that's not why a relationship breaks up. You don't break up with someone because the way they look really, do you know what I mean? It's, it's more of a, it's more of an emotional basis and because the relationship's failing and that's not going to fix it. And the relationship's not going to fix because they've seen a really fit picture of you. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like comparing yourself to another re- And then obviously you compare yourself to like every girl they're following or if they get into a new relationship, you're like, oh my God, like they're in a new relationship. They look nothing like me. Okay, I need to look like that girl. And it's like, no, you are yourself and someone is going to love you for that. Like, it's so dangerous. And I just feel like I then become really like negative towards other girls. So like, I would see, let's say like my ex's new girlfriend and I'd be like, she's so ugly. Like, look at me, like, she's so ugly, when she was stunning, do you know what I mean, but I feel like that's just an attitude that you have when you go through a breakup, like, you'll see them in a negative light until you're over it, and then you're like, they're actually stunning, like, why did I, you're just putting them down because you're in a better place, and you just have these negative, I don't want to be sat there calling girls ugly, because no one's ugly, do you know what I mean, like, that's not right, that's not a healthy relationship to have with you, yourself or that other person and also like it's not her fault that my ex like my ex was a dick like that's not her fault he might be better for her do you know what I mean and like but like I would have all these like negative thoughts and feelings towards other people on social media because I was in such a bad place um and I noticed that I had that a lot with like body image as well like I hated my boobs for a very long time so I was really negative towards boobs and like seeing people's bodies because I was so bitter and negative towards myself and I hated myself that it reflected on my opinions to other people so like I would see a pic a, a picture of a girl beautiful girl with really big boobs out and I'm like she should put them away because I wouldn't have got my boobs out because they were massive but then you have to remember that's your relationship with yourself and I hate myself like she's completely happy with her body and that's amazing and I've noticed I've had such a better relationship with social media and body image and myself and boobs since I've had my surgery so am I going off on a tangent probably but um yeah I think social media can be a weird place when you go through a breakup and I made sure to kind of I after I kind of had those three four months of being a single girl and I was trying to post all these really like really revealing pictures that you can tell when a girl's going through a breakup on Instagram just scroll through there'll be either a new haircut new hair color um a lot of revealing outfits a lot of gym outfits a lot of pictures of you going out having fun um in like short dresses a lot of pictures maybe with you with other guys that they could literally be like just a random guy that you said hello to you'll take a picture with him to make him look like you know he might be a new a new boy do you know what I mean and that's fine that's absolutely fine to do but it's just so funny like looking back that's exactly what we do when we go through breakups um so it's a weird place to be definitely with breakups but I think the things that I can say are like a do do block them don't want if you don't want to see that negativity in that to- toxic person block them that's fine like people are just way too up their own asses and they think oh my god blocking so childish I faced my fat I faced my fears and I kept them on my feed well good but you're probably unhappy so whatever but um <laughs> social media in a relationship now this is one that I've had very big struggles with actually um and I'm here to talk about talk about them open openly (laughs) but um 
I struggled a lot with social media when I first got with my boyfriend. So we've been together nearly two years now, which is crazy. Um, he's an absolute dream, delights. Can't believe I met him. Can't believe he's with me. But um, yeah. So I met him about. So we've been together almost two years, and he's just very mature about social media. So he's not a big social media goer. He doesn't really use it that much, to be honest. Um, and that was very different to what I'd had before. So before, when I was with my ex, it was a very kind of childish relationship. We were each other's first. So I think we thought that we had to flaunt it on social media with like every single thing we did. And, um, he would literally buy me a chocolate bar and I'd be like, oh my God, my boyfriend's so romantic. He bought me a Twix. Like, you literally flaunt everything. And I think that can be quite a negative mentality to actually do because now I've been with my boyfriend and I, I'm, in a lot, I'm a lot more adult. Like, social media is the last thing I want, the last place I want to flaunt my, flaunt my relationship. And I've only just really started to, to realise that in the last year. It's all about a private relationship with a subtle bit of flexing, you know? Like post pictures, of course, when you're on holiday and cute things that you do together, that's absolutely fine. But it would be like every single thing. They breathe and you'd be like, oh my God, they're so cute when they breathe, the love of my life. It's like, why would you want to plast your relationship all over social media? And I've definitely realised that it's a really positive thing to do. And it did take me a while to kind of adapt to that because I was used to literally constant. And I'd get really down about it. I'd be like, why aren't you showing me off on social media? And you'd be like, it's not about showing you off. Like, of course, like, I want to be with you and you make me happy and I'm the luckiest person. But why do I need to show it off to everyone on social media? Who gives a shit? And I was just like, actually, that's so true. <laughs> and um, I was very crazy when we first got together because I just couldn't wrap my head around that. And I thought it was because you know, as a girl, these things go through your head, like, oh, well, he doesn't want people to know he's in a relationship, he doesn't want people to see me, but then, like, when he does post about me on my birthday, or, like, when we go on holiday and stuff like that, I'm like, that's enough, like, you don't need to, and I think that's, I think that is an adult mindset as well, like, you don't need to flaunt it, like, why, it should be quite a private thing, um, but where was I going with that, but yeah, I, it took me a while to get my head around that, for sure, I'd, I remember just like seeing his social media feed and it would just be like girl after girl um and it did get me down and then I just kind of had and I was I was being really psycho about it I was like you will follow unfollow every single girl because I was in such a bad mindset about it and it made me feel so insecure because being with my ex there was a lot of really bad habits that would make me feel really ugly so he was into fitness and um he would like be looking through fitness girls pages all the time being like oh why don't you look like that which was manipulative as fuck but I think those things are ingrained into my head and I still I took a step back and I was like why am I making him do that I trust him with my whole life like if he sees you know a few girls bods fine but he's with me I'm with him we're happy with each other we love each other like why does it matter and it took me a while to get into that mindset because I was just in such a bad space it turned me crazy and I was like, why? Don't do that. And yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I had a conversation with my friend the other day about liking other people's pictures when you're in a relationship. I don't know if it's just because I'm a lot better 
like I have a different a little bit of a different mindset about it now that I'm a little bit more secure with who I am and my body which has taken a fucking long time but I think now I don't know like I don't think I would be okay with with my boyfriend liking another girl's photo I don't know is that me am I am I is that a bit psycho I don't know like I think it's if it's a friend go for it whatever if it's one of your friends that's absolutely fine but if it's if it's like a girl in like a bikini or like with her whole body out I would be a bit uncomfortable and a bit upset because I'm like you're liking that picture for no other reason than she's in a bikini and her body's out I don't know is that me I don't know let me know if that's because I think I would feel a bit uncomfortable and a bit upset definitely but um you know you you do you at the end of the day like they're with you I guess I wouldn't be happy about it and I think you know what I also think that's okay to not be happy about it like I wouldn't be happy if he was liking girls photos I wouldn't be like don't like girls photos but I would speak up about it and be like I'm not happy and comfortable that you like other girls photos and if he's like okay I won't do it then that's a healthy relationship I think if if they pick up a fuss like oh if they're like shut up that I'm still gonna like girls photos I don't care if it makes you uncomfortable it's like oh my god is it so hard for you to stop liking a girl's photo like sorry that's a massive thing that I'm telling you to sacrifice like that would be a bit weird like if they were like no but um that's just my opinion with it that I don't know if it's coming from a place of when I used to be really insecure maybe in a couple years I'll be fine with it I don't know but at the moment it's it's a bit still a bit of an uncomfortable territory I think so I think my relationship with social media has gone up and down I think the way I see it has can be you know on one side really negative and then on one side really positive so for my job I run the social media accounts for the for a business that I work for so I run all the social media Twitter Instagram LinkedIn um yeah all their all their social media platforms and I create all their content run all their social media campaigns and manage all of those so it's a really positive place because you really reap rewards and I think yeah in sort of personal life I've had such a weird relationship with it like sometimes I'm like it's really positive teaches you really new things like loads of new things um you can see see all the news all the positive news and all the positive things that people are doing for charity etc but then there's the really negative dark side of social media and even in terms of just the way you see I used to take my social media so seriously like every picture had to be perfect all of my social media had to have a theme like all the pictures had to have like the white border do you remember like the whiter ground borders and I started to just post a picture if I like it and not be so based on likes I'd get like a picture and it would get 20 likes and I'd delete it because I'm like 20 likes isn't like people are going to look at that and be like oh she's not very cool like she's only got 20 likes and that's the relationship I used to have with it and it's that's so negative and I can't believe that that's how I used to think and like it still does get to me like it still does and I'm like oh I did that post didn't do very well but I've just learned to be like that's fine like you don't post it for other people you post it because it's a picture you like and that's a relationship I'm trying to balance in my head um but the way I see my social media now I've been I've done a very big cleanse of it in the last like year or so 
So in terms of like social media platforms that I use, I use Instagram and Twitter every day. Like they're my favourite two platforms. Facebook, I hardly go on. I only really use the Messenger, but then even so, I don't have them on my phone or anything. So I hardly like see them. I love TikTok, but just for a bit of bants, I don't take it seriously. And Snapchat, I don't really use. So it's more about Twitter and Instagram, but this is predominantly going to be Instagram because I feel it's the most toxic out of them all. It is also a really amazing place at times because you can showcase your talents and your crafts and your creativity. But the way I see my Instagram and how I've tried to see it recently is as if my Instagram was a mood board or my Instagram was a magazine that I subscribe to, you know? I'm not going to subscribe to a magazine that I don't like the images or the content or what is in that that issue. So I try and see my feed as a place that inspires me, a place that makes me happy, a place that makes me feel positive, as if I'm paying for it. Because otherwise I was just following people that I didn't care about or that were making me feel really like negative and toxic. So I just... I've tried to create it as a place that I want to see and I want to look at. I know it's easier said than done, like you can just go and search those people, which evidently you do do. But at the same time, it's at least a step to trying to make it a more positive place. So it's not what you're seeing when you're scrolling. And I think that's something that's helped me sort of build a bit more of a positive relationship. So, and, but, and of course, sometimes I'll break and I'll go and just spend hours looking at really pretty girls and being like, why don't I look like that? that's natural we all have slip-ups but it's trying to enforce and trying to control I think Instagram you have to realize you control your Instagram like you can post what you want that's another thing I used to really like control what I post and I'd be too embarrassed to post certain things or like post about my podcast or post about a YouTube video that I've done or post a singing video I used to be like I can't do that people will judge me I think since being older and you get into that mindset that no one else math like no one else's opinions matter you start to post all those things and it's fine and you realise that people who care support you and it's the people that you don't even know that don't. Like, so why does that matter? And I think now, like, I'm just, I just post what I want because it's my social media at the end of the day. I'm posting it for me as, like, a journal to me. Like, things I want to look back on, things I want to see again. Like, you know, it's not for other people. And once you can get into that mindset, it becomes a lot more of a happier place, I think. But of course, you know, social media, we compare ourselves to everyone and this is the main thing I think and the main issue with talk it with social media is comparing yourself to everyone else's lives and that's something that I do daily and I'm trying to learn not to do because you have to remember social media at times is quite a fake place you don't post a lot of the time you don't post when you're having a bad day you don't post you know you post all the good shit you both you post the best parts of your life to make your life look fucking sick which we all do, which is absolutely fine. I'm trying to learn to be a bit more authentic with my social media now and be a bit more honest, but it's still hard. I still don't want people to see me having a rough day. And I think that's where it becomes a little bit of a little bit of an issue because like you post things to make your life look perfect. Like I'll post like, oh, I'll put like a little story like morning green tea and morning green tea while I read through my newspaper. To, and that and act as if I do that every day when that's probably the first time I've done it in like four years or like just been to my workout class that's probably the first time I've been to that workout class but you make it look like it's you've got so much routine and so much structure and you're such a good person such a healthy person 
everyone does that and I think you have to remember take take social media like a pinch of salt like not everything you see is realistic and like if it is well aren't then those people are fucking lucky but do you know what I mean it's it's a weird place but you have to take things with a pinch of salt because people do make their lives look great we all do I do and in reality it's not and I'm, I'm trying to be a bit more authentic with that but it's hard it's a hard thing to do because a lot of the time you don't want to see people you don't want people to see you as a weak person but if anything posting when you're having a crap day is brave and strong in my opinion so yeah that's something I need to sort sort out with myself as well and not be so harsh like Instagram's not my job like why am I treating it like that um <laughs> oh another little tip I remembered something that I do when it comes to social media is it sounds kind of stupid let me have a sip of tea because I'm thirsty it sounds a little bit like obvious a bit like simple but I was just opening my phone and I had so you know on your iPhone you have like the four apps like your most used apps my calendar my NatWest my Monzo and messages it used to be like messages, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And ultimately that meant when I opened my phone, I would go straight on those apps. And like, I tried not to go on those apps, like the first thing I wake up. And so I put them into my social media folder, but I put that at like the end of my phone screen. So it's like really hidden away. So I'm not, sometimes I forget that I have those apps because they're like so hid away. Whereas if they're just obviously there on like the bottom four, you're like, oh, well, I'll just open and go on Instagram. Sometimes I won't even think and I'll just go on it and then just shut it. But like sometimes I'll go on it, see something and then get into like a spiral of just looking through videos. I do that a lot on TikTok. I go on so many TikTok binges. But um, yeah, that's just a little tip that just popped into my head, which has kind of helped me. But yeah, we're going to stop that podcast there because I want to try and keep my podcast short and sweet and juicy rather than having an hour spiel about, I don't know, I don't know. Although I feel like if it's a good topic, if I'm talking, I clearly want to talk about that thing for that that long of time. But I feel like the short and sweet ones are the best podcasts because I feel like you don't have to be too committed to it. You can find like 30 minutes, 40 minutes to spare in a day. Just pop, pop your headphones in, have a little listen. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. You listen to a podcast rather than kind of committing to an hour podcast. But um, yeah, hopefully you took something out of that I just really wanted to rant about social media because each week I'm treating these podcasts as just sort of a rant of what's on my mind and hopefully someone can relate agree maybe it's sprouts some wisdom some inspiration but um yeah hopefully you're all staying safe and inside with your you know whether you're alone with someone it's a tough time we've never experienced this before so be kind to yourself um it is tough But yeah, if you want to check out any of my social media, as always, I have a podcast Instagram at The Lost Gal Podcast. Go check that out. Chat to me if you're struggling being in ISO right now. Me too. Chat to me. I love a good chat. Um, If you want to email me, it's thelostgalpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, everything will be in the links. Also, I've got my personal Instagram, but you can find all that through my podcast Instagram. And I also have a YouTube channel, which you can find if searching Izzy Gibbs or um, I think Bell May, which was my old YouTube name. But I'm on there as well. But again, 
all on my Instagram. But yeah, thank you so much for taking the time out today to listen to my podcast. I really appreciate every minute that you listen to, whether it was the whole thing, the first five minutes. If you got bored, that's fine. I understand. But yeah, thank you so much and take care. Stay safe. Stay humble, guys. <laughs> um, and you'll hear me in next week's podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye.